Hi, and welcome to LEAD. It is our leadership broadcast from Champion Christian Center. We're so glad that you're joining us today. We want to equip and empower what God has called you to do through learning lessons about leadership and just really equipping you in the area of leadership. So if you are joining us, go ahead and like and share this broadcast as we talk about dealing with conflict. So this today, you know, is a subject that applies no matter where you're at, um, in your workplace, um, in your marriage, in your uh, everyday relationships. Anytime you put two people um, in a relationship, it's inevitable there's going to be conflict, and it's just how you deal with it. You know, you're going to have a disagreement or an, uh, a disagreement about an approach or something that you're doing. So, you know, what we got to understand is that conflict is inevitable. You know, we've all been raised differently, different personalities. We process things differently. So, um, you know, what what we look at today is how really to deal with conflict. And when we look Matthew chapter five twenty three, the first point I want to give you today is out of Matthew five. 23 and it says this therefore if you're offering a gift at the altar and remember that your brother or sister has something against you leave your gift there at once in front of the altar first go and be reconciled to them then come and offer your gift think about this you know if we really took this uh you know to heart he's saying listen the first thing you got to understand about conflict is you have to deal with it immediately. So what he's saying here is don't let it just go on. You know, how many times we've talked with couples um, where they're like, man, we haven't talked to each other for three days now. Or, you know, or, you know, there might be something that happens at work and someone's like, I'm not talking to that person ever again. The Bible says, you know, the, the proper way to deal with conflict is to go to them at once. You know, you're not doing anything by, you know, putting it under the rug or pretending like it ha- it isn't happening. You got to deal with it at once. You know, um, there's people, you know, every week on the way to church. Um, you know, if you can imagine people in conflict or they're <laughs> arguing or they're trying to get the church on time. You know, what Jesus was saying is it'd be better to stay in the parking lot and deal with your issue. You know, instead of coming into church and pretending like everything's all right, coming and worshiping and, you know, hallelujah, everything's just great. We've actually seen couples not sitting together in church. We're like, that's strange. Yeah. And then we find out later that they got into an argument coming yeah. on the way to church. One so. in the balcony, far <laughs> left corner or the other one. But, you know, Jesus is like, you know, you know what? You need to deal with your junk. You need to take a minute. He said, deal with it at once. He said, first, do this. So it shows you the importance of dealing with conflict right away. Jesus said it's not good to procrastinate you know I've heard um, there's two different um, types of ways that that people deal with it and they likened it to uh, um, uh, one is people that that are like a skunk and they just deal with it and they just get it out there and it stinks and they just 
you know, let it go. The other person's like the uh, likened to a, a, a turtle where they go in, they hide, they don't want to. And, and uh, I thought about it, you know, thinking about that um, is, is funny because, you know, you're, you're going to respond one of two ways. You're going to either not deal with conflict at all or you're just going to deal with it incorrectly. And so what we want to do is make sure that we're dealing with it at once and uh, making sure we, we approach them before we do anything for God. If there's conflict that we're not resolving, Jesus teaches us, listen, don't just brush it aside. You know, don't, um, don't just block that person out of your life or out of your phone or whatever it looks like, you know, just disregard them. He said, listen, deal with that conflict and move on. And so I think the first thing is you got to look at the words of Jesus. He said, first off, or do it at once. So don't let a lot of time go by. If there's conflict you have in your life today, stop ignoring it. Stop like putting it out like it's not there. Jesus wants you to deal with that stuff. God wants you to deal with that stuff. And as leaders, we should be dealing with conflict immediately, not waiting, you know, days or just sweeping it under the rug. Absolutely. You know, I think the natural response is for people to shy away from confrontation and conflict. But really, if you don't deal with the issue, it's going mm. to come out at some point. So if you don't take the time where it's still a small issue and, and confront it head on, then it's going to build up and become more of a large issue, um, a li an issue of your heart, an issue that you have with that person, uh, whether you're, you know, in a uh, business and in mm -hmm. that person that you don't, you have, there's tension in the workplace, or if it's in a church, yes, there's conflict in a church everywhere yeah. that there are people equals an opportunity for conflict and so really it's not saying how can I uh, operate my life that there's never conflict it's how can I live my life by biblical mm. principles That's to good. deal with the conflict conflicts that I face because you know if, if somebody has has offended you and we just did uh, a devotional this week on offense but you know it's not it's not it's not godly to just continue to let that offense brew. And, you know, when you see them at church in the house of God, so that, you know, they're, you're like, get away from me. Blessed are the peacemakers, That's the Bible good. says. So when you come into the house of the Lord, it should be an atmosphere of unity. That doesn't mean we're all going to agree on everything all of the time. But that That's means that, that we are seeking to have love towards one another that there's nothing if there's an offense you know let me just talk to uh pastor's wives for a second you know i've seen so many pastor's wives just really become like a clam and and not want to mm. come to their own church or feel like they they could never minister because because there's been an offense or a conflict that instead of dealing with it directly now i'm when i we say deal with it directly we're not saying you just go off and, and spout off at everybody there's a way in love that you can That's deal good. with things directly when you when you deal with them and get them out in the open there's been times that I've had to approach people and say hey I heard that you said this can you explain that to me mm -hmm. and they explained it and, and it was all good but it was an opportunity that the devil could have got in there in that conflict you know what kind of pastor's wife would I be what kind of I wouldn't be able to minister to that person because I would think that there was an issue so you know don't be that person that you you clam up and really you know it, it shuts off if you don't deal with conflict it'll shut That's off good. your ability to be free and if you're a pastor wife God wants you to be free to minister to the people in love that you, that you minister to you don't want to come into your own church and feel like oh man you know I don't want to see that person or that person has an odd against me no you want to be able to have uh, open communications and that doesn't mean that you know everything's going to be um, you know all wonderful all of the time but that means that you confront That's them good. and say look you know my heart is is to resolve this and I believe that your heart is to resolve this too so let's do it let's sit down and say how can we uh, have clear communication 
and resolve this issue so that we can come to an end. And um, I, I love the story in Acts about Paul because if anyone, you know, was, was a, a strong personality, it was the Apostle Paul. Yeah. And he actually had a disagreement um, in Acts 15. And let me read it to you in verse 36. It says, Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's go back and visit our brothers in the towns where we preach the word of God and see how they're doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with him, but Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphilus and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. So, so we see here that Paul and Barnabas had a disagreement. So these are two uh, men of God, and they had a disagreement that they came against. They, they had different opinions, and, and they decided that, you know what, it's best for our relationship to part company. And there's going to be times like that in your life that you're like, you know what, uh, you know, it's, it's not always that we have to come to an agreement. It's that yeah. we have to resolve the situation, that we're, that we're looking for restitution, not always getting everyone on the same page, but it's, it's saying, look, let's just be okay with disagreeing. Yeah. You know, we're, let's just agree to disagree agree. about this. And I love you and you love me, but, but we're just going to agree to disagree. And sometimes yeah. that's what happens when you deal with conflict. And that's really, too, you know, th- at the end of the day, we are going to disagree at times on things. But I think what, what God is wanting us to have is that spirit of unity. Like we can agree to disagree on something and still be in unity. Yes. You know, everything doesn't have to be uniform on every single item, you know, that we have conflict on. But the thing about it is, is I want to make sure I maintain a spirit of unity and love, especially towards brothers and sisters in Christ. But I want to make sure I maintain that because I'm ultimately honoring God. You know, the second part of blessed are the peacemakers is for they will be called mm. children of God. So he's identifying the nature of God with being someone that's a, a peacemaker, being someone that has the ability to bring peace into a situation. You know, Jesus always was bringing peace into a situation. You know, you look at the only time that he, he was in a place where he was angry or that he corrected something like that was when it had to deal with religious people. So when we're talking about brothers and sisters in Christ or even people in the world that don't know any better, you know, we should be dealing with them. Jesus never dealt with sinners um, or people of that were right, had right faith. He never dealt with them angry. He never dealt with them in a way where that when there was conflict, he would bring resolve. You know, when the disciples had conflict, they were talking about who would be the greatest. Jesus dealt, dealt with it right away. And uh, even looking at the Apostle Paul, I'm reminded of that scripture where um, they had a disagreement about doctrine. And the Bible says that Paul told him, you know, he basically said, told him to his face, this isn't right what you're doing. He talked to Peter, said, you shouldn't be, you know, putting these regulations on these people. So he told him to his face, and that's another point, is be direct. Yes, that's good. Be honest and be direct. And if you're honest and direct and you do it in love, um, that's really what will establish you. Um, and, and you do it in control, too. You know, like if you're coming into a conflict with just, you know, wanting to spout off and you're upset and mad, you need to take a minute before you do that and get control yourself. You know, self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So, you know, when you have conflict, don't let that conflict cause anger to be produced in you. You know, take it to the Lord first. That's the problem many times what people do is 
they just want to go and deal with the conflict and spout off. And we've all been guilty of that. I've done it myself. And, um, you know, we, we need to deal with it first with the Lord. And then from that point, we need to uh, walk in a place where we're direct, where we're honest. Hey, this is what was said. This is what I didn't like about that. And I just want to hear your heart. And when you do that, when you're direct and honest, um, again, immediately dealing with it, immediately bringing peace into the situation, and then also, you know, being direct and honest about it, like we see in the scriptures, I think is, is a great way to deal with, with that type of conflict. Yeah, and I think that's important, especially in any type of leadership, whether you have a business or you're a church leader, mm-hmm. is to have that open line of communication that, that not only can you be direct and honest with the people who work under you or that you minister to, but the people around you can be direct and honest with you. We've talked about this before. We don't let just anyone have a voice in our lives that, that we weigh, but, but we will listen to anybody who has um, an issue in the sense of, look, just be direct with me because chances are that there's miscommunication going on. Yeah, there's misunderstanding. You know, the, the era of, of leadership that is just like iron-fisted and, and you're going to listen to me and you're yeah. going to fear me and that's just the way it's going to be. People don't respond well to that tor- no, type of that, leadership That's anymore. really not Jesus at all. Yes. If you look at the, the, the how Jesus dealt with things, that... That wasn't, Jesus wasn't the iron fist. He, you know, he led, he led them with love. He led them with, he knew, you know, and that's really, when, when people have to lead like strong and with an iron fist, it's really insecurity. Mm-hmm. The, the more you have to control somebody, the, the more insecure you are. The more secure you are in who you are then the less you have to feel like you have to control the situation. You just know, you know, Jesus wasn't trying to walk around control the, the Pharisee. He told them how it was, but he wasn't trying to control them, or he wasn't, you know, he wasn't so insecure that, um, you know, that he just had to, you know, this is who I am. If you don't believe me, you know. Um, Jesus knew who he was. He was secure in that. So I think that's a, that's a valid point, too, in, in dealing with conflict is, you know, just be secure in who you are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and operate from a place, you know, where you can bring resolve, be direct, be honest, and bring resolve to that. And I really feel like when you start doing that along the lines of what you're saying, it also begins to breed a culture around you, like you were just saying, where people feel comfortable with dealing with conflict. You know, it's not like this, you know, human nature doesn't want to deal with conflict. Now, and the there's some issues, like, that you just need to get over. Like, it's not like you yeah. need to, hey, um, you know, you, you sat in my chair. We need to talk about this right now. Yeah. Like, there's some petty issues, sure. but but issues that are, are bigger issues, sure. you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you start to deal with things directly, you're honest, you're up front, um, it creates a culture where people can be open. Like you said, communication lines can be open. And then people will be more apt to deal with conflict because at the end of the day, conflict can make you a better leader. Conflict can make you, a, you know, there's times where I'm not maybe seeing from another perspective or I need to hear somebody um, that's leading in another ministry in our church I need to hear from them they're hands-on they're doing it I need to hear sometimes you know I think maybe this is a, a, the best approach but I hear like from an usher hey let's try this I didn't I didn't really see that mm-hmm. so them being direct um, helps me be a better leader and uh, helps you know conflict can make you stronger and yeah. a better leader really yeah absolutely absolutely and you know it's it's important to remember that we're all work whether you have a business or whether you are a church leader or even in your home you know we are all working if we're we're together working towards one goal it's not like you know we have separate visions That's we're good. all working towards seeing that thing succeed and so really you know we want we want resolve we want uh, to be in unity and in love to better the organization as a whole and um, 
I think about the scripture in Exodus 18 where Jethro was talking to Moses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things um, that if you don't deal with conflict directly is it will begin to wear on you as a leader. It will begin, you know, in the natural, we want to just push it under the rug, but long term, it will wear you out. And um, that's what Jethro was talking with uh, Moses about his son-in-law he's like look Moses what you're doing here he's like Moses was saying look it's it's I'm trying to deal with all of all this and all of these people yeah. have conflicts left and right and Jethro's <laughs> like millions of people <laughs> yes you know they line up from the morning till night uh, yes. conflict <laughs> after conflict. conflict. and Jethro's like you can't do this he said it's going to wear you out and um he said you have to teach the people the laws of God and how they are to to communicate and on obviously he talks about setting up other leadership protocol but he said mm -hmm. you teach the people what God God says and yeah, and good. really you know as as a leader you teaching how to deal with conflict is going to save you from being worn out, from being uh, the kind of leader that's constantly putting out fires and all of a sudden your day has been eaten up by, by little uh, minuscule problems and conflicts and, and really adults acting like children sometimes. And, and really, so as a leader, it's your job to say, no, this is how we deal with conflict. Mm -hmm. that you go to them directly. If that doesn't work, then we'll bring more people uh, into the situation. But really equipping them because it will wear you out. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, that, that passage we looked at, earlier in Matthew and then also in Matthew 18 you know it says if you have something against them or there's a conflict go to them you know the first one talked about leave your gift at the altar that shows you um, God doesn't even want you to bring your worship until you can get your heart right and be at peace and uh, you know so resolving that conflict and uh, looking to to do that I think you know one of the other things about resolving conflict is you know you one of one of the purposes of communication is to seek to understand. Um, it's not it's not to uh, get my point across, and you just need. I want to when I'm communicating, I need to hear from you. I want to understand how you're processing it, so I can deal with the conflict. If I'm just so headstrong, it's just my way, and uh, which I would never do anything <laughs> like that. But uh, no, I'm joking. We can all get tunnel vision sometimes, but. You know, I want to seek in, in this conflict resolution, I want to seek to understand your point of view um, because I, I'll, I'm not, you know, we're all wired so different. We were raised different. We process things different. So when I seek to understand what you're saying instead of just putting my point ahead of what you're saying, you know, then really it brings a, a, a quicker resolve to things because I can understand things and we can process them, you know, better together. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, everyone perceives things differently. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 90% of arguments uh, between two people is because it's just a simple misunderstanding. Yeah, and so really, yeah, so really seeking to say, okay, I, I know what I think. I know how That's I perceive good. the situation. I know my point of view. But let me hear uh, where you're coming from. And then let's try to figure this thing out. Yeah, and if you think about it, communication is still the number one reason why people get a divorce ultimately you know it's it's not there's dysfunctional patterns of communication and dealing with conflict so you know after years and years and years people just don't deal with it don't deal with it and then it's, it just becomes a very unhealthy thing and so when you deal with conflict it, it creates a health in you it creates a health in your organization and uh, and then you know you're never 
you never feel like, oh, you know, if I, I hope I don't see that person or I hope yeah. I don't run into this person. You've dealt with the conflict and now, you know, your heart's pure, your worship's pure and, and uh, keeps your life free. It, it really does, does and it really changes the atmosphere that you live in. You know, a lot of people don't even want to go home from work because their house is full of conflict mm. and full of chaos. And, you know, if you're a leader, you're ultimately a leader of, of your home and of your children. And, you know, don't let that place be a place of just constant conflict, but let it be a place of peace. Let it be a place place of rest that you can go to and you know um in our home there's a lot we have five kids so there's lots Mm -hmm. of uh, room for conflict sometimes i feel like i'm a referee yeah but uh but dealing with it quickly and dealing with the heart of the issue is really important to me in creating an atmosphere of our home that we don't we don't let you know conflict just get out of control you know how many of you have a teenager and and all of a sudden they're a completely mouthy teenager and there's conflict in the house and they're running up to the room and slamming the door and i hate you and and all of this well you know deal with it immediately as their children deal with the heart yeah, of the issue good. here you know no we're not going to have that in our house yeah. and, and deal with it immediately don't just keep pushing it under <laughs> the rug because it's hard to deal with you don't want to deal with their tempers you don't yeah. want to deal with their tantrums and their attitudes no deal with it quick and that's how it is in life because if we that's don't good. deal with it quick then it becomes this huge issue that is completely out of our control and has completely turned into a monster that we yeah. can't even begin to deal with so i think too you also have to look at not only um as a leader if you're watching today you have a business or an organization Um, if you're noticing someone's coming to you with a lot of conflict don't just take that conflict and then try to deal with it on your own I think that's the mistake that many leaders make what we should be doing is empowering people to deal with conflict instead of everybody coming to us this is what's wrong you know we do this with our kids we do this in our church organization but when they come to us I'll coach them through it. I'll say, this is what you need to do. If that's the conflict and this is what you're telling me, here's what you need to do. Step one, two, three. You need to go see them yourself. You need to talk to them. And this is how you need to approach the situation. We do that with our kids. You know, they'll come, you know, oh, so-and-so hit me. and I, I Or, you know, whatever. If it's the older ones or sometimes an older one and younger one, the combinations are endless. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, when they come to us, you know, I, I want to start to empower them to learn how to deal with conflict. I'm not just, I don't want to deal with every little conflict in our house. So there'll be times where I say, you know, you need to go make things right with your brother. You need to go make things right with your sister. You need to deal with it. And, uh, you know, I always tell my older boys too, uh, um, if there's t- a conflict in the situation, um, whatever one's the older one, I say, you're, you're older here, you're a leader. Or if the younger one comes to me, I say, you be a leader here. You know, re- true leaders are the ones that are going to step up. They're going to lead through the conversation. They're going to diffuse the situation, and they're going to bring peace and resolve. That, that to me, shows um, really a, a true authority of a person is if they're able to deal with conflict, walk people through it. And uh, that happens in the home, in the business. But that, that's another perspective. Don't just be a leader that you constantly just are like the harbor for conflict. Because if you do that and you don't deal with it properly, what will happen is you'll just be so frustrated as a leader. You'll feel like you have to deal with every little thing. And you'll get worn out, like you were saying with Moses. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of our campus directors told us that someone had come to them and said, I guess I'm just the complaint department. And, and they lovingly said there shouldn't be a complaint department yeah. in the church. You know, if you have an issue, they should go Good. to that person directly and that's really the heart of it is you know keeping unity keeping uh keeping a good atmosphere of peace within uh the this the 
place that you work, the, between the church, and really taking conflict head on, not being afraid to confront, but in love address the things that the enemy would want to love and come in and create an issue in. You know, once you once you open that door, there's there's all sorts of, of a flood of things that come in when the enemy tells a lie and creates disunity and, and conflict. And before you know it, you know, your business is awry or your church is, uh, you know, everyone's backbiting each other and so really as a leader you have to take it your responsibility that you are protecting your organization you are protecting your flock by by teaching your people how to properly deal with conflicts so. yeah so good and it's so needed um, in our world today it's inevitable conflict is inevitable how you deal with it determines the level of leadership you rise to and so I hope this was uh, helpful for you today D- do it take us do us a favor and like and share what God is doing through this broadcast let us know your thoughts and feedback man we love to hear what God's doing our heart is to empower you through this broadcast to be a better leader and to lead the things that God is calling you to lead and so we really appreciate you tuning in today and uh, until next Thursday 12:30 every Thursday 12:30 join us here for our lead broadcast we're so excited and if you enjoy our broadcast turn on your notifications and anytime Champion Center goes live you will be notified all right well until next time remember God set you up to be a champion in this life God bless you we'll see you at 12:30 uh, next Thursday God bless